0: From the heart of Sharjah. From the heart of Sharjah. From the heart of Sharjah. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Pulse
1: 95.
0: Something to talk about. This is Pulse 95.
2: Pulse 95.
1: It's the morning medulus.
2: It's the morning medulus.
1: Hello and welcome back onto the morning list. Uh, the world is awaiting the first COVID-19 vaccine to combat the spread of COVID-19 and also to fight off the virus should it attack a human. Uh, we are doing clinical trials across the globe. According to the World Health Organization, over six uh, uh, vaccines are in the phase three clinical trial. One of them... Uh, the one initiated by Russia has gone past and been approved, but we're focusing our our attention on the one here in the United Arab Emirates, the phase three trials. And to talk to us more about this, Ashish Kochi, uh, Kochi, uh, the CEO of G42 Healthcare, uh, has has joined us on the lines. He's a very busy man, so we're very fortunate <laughs> to catch him because he's been on he's been travelling a lot. A very good morning to you, Ashish. Good morning and thank you for having me. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. Let's start with a big question. How does this vaccine work? We've heard a lot of talks about how, it diff- how different uh, ways it might work, but to break it down, give it a bit of a, a, a concrete response to them. How does this vaccine uh, being trialed in the United Arab Emirates work on a human body?
2: Sure, so vaccines typically you know, help develop immunity in individuals by immunization sort of imitating an infection so mm-hmm. there are multiple ways in which one can imitate that immunity. The, the one that we're using here is one of the most safest mechanism because it's an inactivated virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other pharmas that you mentioned are doing on phase 3 trials are doing on other versions of that. The way it works it develops immunity by building antibodies and that's the purpose behind this vaccination trial to measure the level of antibodies generated in these volunteers and to see how long it's going to last
1: hmm and what's been happening so far because we our target was to get 15,000 volunteers we've seen this taking place in Korean Health Center in Sharjah uh, talk to us about how the response has been from uh, the the UAE residents because we have moved on to Bahrain as well mm-hmm. so t- let's focus on what are we getting those 15,000 volunteers are we reaching that target
2: Absolutely. So just last week we announced uh, the phase three trials of the UAE here in UAE had reached 15,000 volunteers at AdNect alone uh-huh. in a, less than a month. And when I say it has reached 15,000 volunteers, we have already vaccinated 15,000 volunteers. Mm-hmm. And the best part of that uh, uh, beyond our imagination, we've got volunteers from 107 different nationalities. And it's it's been a truly heartening experience to see the entire response from the residents. Uh, locals, every person from this nation. And in comparison to to the other phase three trials, we are far ahead. And it's a true testament to it can happen only in the UAE. Mm
0: -hmm. Mr. Ashish, uh, G42 Healthcare has just recently announced a volunteer healthcare management program uh, with... um U.S. wearable technology firm Whoop to monitor the, uh, the health and fitness of those taking part in, in, in those trials. Can you elaborate more on the monitoring process of that?
2: Sure, absolutely. So what we are offering the volunteers, because we are focused on safety and health uh, monitoring and as part of the clinical trial endpoint, yeah. every volunteer that who comes for the second dose uh, can opt voluntary for a wearable which monitors their sleep rate, heart rate, heart rate variability, they can monitor their own statistics. And then in case of any spikes, come back and result because you have access to a 24/7 support. So not just when, if anything happens, God forbid, asymptomatically, they can report it in advance. So what Whoop does, it it monitors your data continuously and it is far accurate than compared to the other wearable technologies. So it's- Sorry, go ahead.
0: Sorry, uh so it's mandatory for all the volunteers to to wear this fitness tracker um all no, the time? Absolutely
2: no, no it, it is not mandatory. Okay. It is completely optional for the uh-huh. volunteer to opt for
1: that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now continuing with this discussion in terms of if I were to come in and volunteer, surely I'll have a little bit of uh, uh, jitters in terms of what's happening with my um uh, side effects and stuff. So how uh, if you were to talk to them in terms of what happens uh, uh, You're saying there's going to be two shots over the course of 21 days. How does this whole uh, volunteering work?
2: So the breakdown in terms of the job volunteer workflow is pretty straightforward You could walk into Adnec Center or the Sharjah Center mm-hmm. or even to to a, to a resident in Bahrain to the center But mm-hmm. the Day zero starts when he visits the center, he registers with his local ID, they do a general health check and do a PCR test to ensure that the person at that particular time is not PCR positive Mm -hmm. and they measure his baseline antibodies and if everything is okay, past the jitters, they get the first dose on day zero. The next dose is on day 21 and during that time there is a multiple teleconsulting and also face-to-face meeting at the center to measure any sort of spikes and to measure baselines across these days. So in terms of dose, it's on day zero and day 21. Mm -hmm. The general journey of a volunteer is roughly 49 days where he needs to be actively participating and in touch with the centers.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And with the vaccine in uh, late stage development, we've been getting a lot of questions uh, from uh, listeners about
1: when exactly we would see this roll out. Uh, So when do you think, do you have an idea as to when uh, uh, we could possibly see a coronavirus vaccine by Cinefarm?
2: Uh, all of us are working together to ensure you know that we have access to the vaccine as soon as possible, but we want to ensure that whatever we bring is definitely tested rigorously. But having seen the initial results, especially the phase one and phase two results, and the initial response from the fifteen thousand volunteers, we can definitely say by end of this year or by early q1 of 2021 we will definitely have a have a potential vaccine at least definitely in the united arab Emirates. Mm.
1: that's great news um and i'm guessing the uh, because there's a lot of thought a talk saying why not get a trial now when it's free because when it becomes official vaccine it's going to be expensive uh, have we sort of uh, penciled in some ideas because we've just heard in australia that they're going to make it COVID-19 vaccine-free. Uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's too early to talk about this but uh, uh, how confident are we with the the, 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 the the functions at the moment of how we are progressing?
2: So in, in terms of accessibility I think we addressed it but in terms of pricing I agree uh, with you I mean it is currently too early all mm. of us are just focused on ensuring the clinical execution of this trial Definitely. uh, There are multiple factors that play on price. It's the production capacity, uh, the markets that it's available. Uh, I believe it's too early. Perhaps in the next month or so, we Mm. should have more definite answers to that
1: one. Okay. Now, you've been monitoring uh, your patients. Uh, We've heard Mm -hmm. some news developing that... in a phase one and two were very very well done over in china with Sinopharm uh, but how has it or how's the response been from the volunteers in terms of side effects and how they've been uh, doing so far are we are we confident have we got any updates from that so so
2: far till date across Three different centers, in terms of all the volunteers vaccinated, we do not have any adverse serious reactions. Neither was there any adverse serious reactions captured in phase one and phase two. And generally, the response from all volunteers is extremely positive. And there's a lot of, uh, uh, let's call it, participation from these volunteers because they all want to participate in this journey to find the cure. Everyone is. Uh, is frustrated the fact that this keeps coming on and on. You've seen. I know. I know you discussed the situation in Wuhan. Uh, unless we have uh, a pre- preventive mechanism in terms of protection, this will keep coming on because yeah. uh, people. Uh, we can keep testing, but eventually there needs to be a cure.
0: So let's delve more into the medical aspect of this. Um, the human body obviously produces antibodies when it fights um, off an infection, and this process helps it build immunity. Uh, can you elaborate more on how the antibodies work, and how can they appear faster or swift, more swiftly in those patients?
2: So antibodies like uh, i think i mentioned it earlier vaccines yeah. definitely it sort of develops immunity by imitating an infection yeah and when you imitate an infection what it does is generally the immune system uses several tools uh, mm. blood contains rbc and white cell white uh, blood cells white blood it's cells. through these white blood cells you have certain b lymphocytes and t lymphocytes these are responsible for your antibody and every human being is different and that's the reason why we want to through these clinical trials and through a diverse ethnic population want to see the impact on on, on how one's human body responds and how much fold increase it, it, it occurs in each individual.
1: Mm. I've got to ask you for this because uh, I'm sure there's lots of listeners out there thinking, okay, now is my time. I'm so sort of confident uh, with uh, what uh, Ashish has told us just now, I want to go for that trial. Uh, are there any pre-requirements? Because from what I, what we've read is that they should be not having any other uh, medical conditions such as hypertension and diabetes. Are we correct in assuming that?
2: So all volunteers above the 18 years of age and healthy individuals are definitely allowed to participate. Even though they are hypertensive and, uh, and, and, and diabetic, uh, as long as it's controlled at the time of the dose, it's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are certain prerequisites in terms of uh, if they are undergoing any sort of therapy, cancer mm-hmm. therapy. Yes, there are exceptions. But generally, anyone who is 18 years and above and is healthy and is not coronavirus positive at that time, definitely can bust mm-hmm. All you need to do is just go to the website for forhumanity.ae and register your name and definitely will set up an
0: appointment
1: for that. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd like to get your thoughts. Final concluding remarks, uh, because we've been airing this on, uh, on our show in terms of, look, it's our collective responsibility. The virus is not over yet. The threat still remains. Your message to the general public who think it's okay to take off the masks now because the virus is no longer there. <laughs> uh, uh, it must be... It must be a shock to your system when you see this right. and hear this. Yeah. Uh, your, your message to them, because you're very focused in this, uh, this big battle against the spread of COVID-19.
2: Uh, being an individual who was coronavirus positive in May, I know the sort of impact it has on an individual and also especially the family members. It's hard uh, for for other people to experience it because to them it, it would be a, just a statistic. But in having experienced it and lived through it, uh, it's not that easy, and definitely people need to appreciate that. And I think it's a collective self-responsibility of maintaining uh, uh, social distancing, uh, protective masks, until perhaps you know the world has a cure. And we are working towards that, but we need a joint participation in this exercise.
1: Well, we wish you all the very best with uh, the G42's uh, quest to find and uh, uh, complete that uh, clinical trial, the phase three trial of uh, the COVID-19 and thank you very much for joining us uh, on the Morning Majlis and uh, we look forward to hearing more from you uh, at a later stage. My pleasure, thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much.
1: That was Ashish Koshi, the CEO of G42 G42 Healthcare as the United Arab Emirates is spearheading the quest to find that uh, vaccine as we were one of the first uh, countries to be hosting the phase three trials of the vaccine developed by Sinopharm Uh, But we'll be right back after the short break. If you'd like to send us your thoughts, questions and responses, text lines remain open. 4215.